on May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald. Thank you for listening to this PowerCat podcast. Make sure you never miss an episode of the PowerCat podcast by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast network. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a subscriber to GoPowerCat.com. We cover the Wildcats like no one else with our VIP customers enjoying one-of-a-kind coverage from our team of professional journalists. And sign up today for an annual subscription to GPC and grab a 30% discount on your first year. And now here's the PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, where your soul gets uplifted through stupidity. Sad but true. I apologize for using the fart sound effect too often. I just enjoy it. And I think that sums me up as a person. You could always have a worse one. What's, what's worse than a fart? Well, I don't know. I'm just anything, really. You have a massive erection. It's the pleats. I'm Tim Fitzgerald. That's Riley Gates. Zach Carlson over here is doing research on his phone. It's something we don't usually do around here at the office, but uh, he's actually researching something that has nothing to do with Kansas State sports. We started the research on Tuesday. It's Friday, and you're listening to this, and we still haven't found the answer. <laughs> it was the Chris George trade, right? Is that his name? Paul Chris, George. Paul George. <laughs> I was like, who the hell's Chris George? <laughs> We're here for your NBA takes. Paul George, when it's a bunch of Clippers draft picks that the Thunder ah. have. That's what it is. Hmm. We were talking draft picks because... Jalen Ramsey just got traded. But you are not thinking that because it's Friday right now. So that doesn't make any sense. He's been in L.A. already, and he's going to play on Sunday. It's Friday! But not to us because it's Tuesday. <laughs> well, we lasted there about one week before we started just, again, just <laughs> exposing the business here. Look, I am an honest person. And I can't fake it. I would love to be enthusiastic about it being Friday, and it's beautiful out, and there's a game tomorrow. Yeah, let's have a beer. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, what day is it today? It's Tuesday evening. It's 7.19 p.m., and we're all still at the office. And we're... Yeah, we're grinding away. Welcome to the overtime. We're going to fake it now. We're going to act like it's Friday. We're going to be damn happy about it. And Zach isn't making me eat a fake burger this week. Yeah. 
I did not cheese feel... at pizza from Pizza Hut. Yeah, we need to do that, by the way. Spencer Keatsman said that is awful. Well, then let's just count that. Spencer says it's bad. It's bad. I want to try to find something every week. No! Once every month. Yeah. Every or... two weeks. I would like to be honest. I thought it was very entertaining because I didn't mean it to be, but I really look like I'd been poisoned. So yummy. In that video. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I thought I thought you were making it a little bit bigger deal than it was. It was awful, but uh, I did not feel as bad after that as I thought I was going to. Legit, after finishing half of a Impossible Whopper, I was like, "Well, yikes, this won't feel well. Feel good, not feel well." In my life as uh, a man about town, all through college. I never had a relationship end as badly as my relationship with the incredible, damn it, impossible whopper started. What are you on, man? You tripping. <laughs> I knew it was bad from the start. I knew I wasn't agreeing with this, and I wanted to spit her out. Well, 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 yeah. Mm. What'd you say? Well, luckily... We have some pretty good questions this week instead of having to eat fake cheeseburgers. So, We're sponsored by The Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Real liquor by real men. Get to the fridge. They also employ women. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> the Fridge Wholesale Liquor does not discriminate. <laughs> you know, if you really want a cool college job, first of all, what are you doing listening to this? But The Fridge is always hiring. I should have worked at the fridge instead. I wouldn't want to be always hiring. Well, they always are hiring. I mean, people come and go in this workplace. People graduate. Here's the downside of working at the fridge. If you're 19, you can eliminate the best liquor store in town from your fake ID. (laughs) Yeah. You can't take that into the fridge. However, you're, you're I, not Tony. You work here, Zach. However, speaking as someone that knows someone that went in with a fake ID to the fridge, I wouldn't suggest taking your fake ID into the fridge even if you don't work there. They don't need your business if you had a <laughs> fake ID. They do all right. Get to the fridge with your real ID. Buy real liquor from real men and women. Bam. First question. <laughs> These are your questions from All Station. First question from No Talent As Clown. With the temperature in the mid-70s for kickoff, what's the over-under on the number of towels Gary Patterson will go through on Saturday? It's going to be absurd. That sun is going to be beating right down on the east sideline. And even if it's like 65 degrees at that time. It's going to feel so nice. Well, it's going to feel great for you. Gary Patterson is much like me in the fact that he will sweat if it's chilly outside. It's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. I sat in the office today wearing this, and I was just like, It's just a podcast. I'm a little warm. It's a podcast. Oh, yes. Uh, It's a North Face pullover. I get so many questions about fashion as far as putting together cute and easy outfits, comfortable outfits. I love uh, wearing sweatpants and then adding jewelry and accessories. It's quite dashing. I was like, it's pretty warm. What will you wear in the press box on Saturday for a 70 degree game? I have another thing much like this, except it's polo. I'll probably wear that. That's unless it's warm. Size? Yeah, unless it's warm. Then I'll... Wear the same damn polo I wear every week. Okay, I was just curious. I mean, 
I'm thinking about shorts or a speedo. Can I get clarification on this? Are we allowed to wear shorts to work or not Here? on game days? Yeah, if the weather. I've uh, never once worn shorts to a game. You can. I do it all the time. You're outside and running. You can. Yeah, but it's still work. Like, are we allowed to wear shorts? Like, or does Zach have special? I'm inside. Like, I'm inside, and like, you kind of got to look nicer. You would never wear a button-up shirt to go film. Look, I don't have to tell you that you're not going to wear like a sweatsuit. Well, I would. You're not going to wear like a beat-up T-shirt. You know, right? I mean, if you wear shorts, they'll be nice shorts. They won't be jorts. You won't go like, "Hey, Fitz said I can wear shorts. Give me those old jeans and scissors real quick." <laughs> I mean, you'll look professional in a shorts kind of way. It's really weird. Like some people will put on khakis and button-up shirts. Other people wear Adidas slides. Like I just, it's so weird. I don't. Lot, lots of K-State gear. Inconsistency. <laughs> lots of inconsistency in that press box. Yeah. From GT Cat, who would be the primary hood sponsor for Ryan Black's NASCAR? <laughs> <laughs> the Masters. <laughs> he does wear that damn Masters He'd have a bright everywhere. green car with the Masters on it. Come on. No, the Masters I got this. are more classy than... They would never associate themselves with NASCAR. I got this. I can't. Okay, I want to get the brand right. But when when Ryan Black and I went up to the Marquette game last year, right, there was a burger place that he was really interested in because he has this list of basically everywhere Ryan Black could go, he has a suggested place he should eat. This has been accumulated by him, his parents, uh, an old girlfriend of his, Basically, was like, hey, we heard about this place. Let's put it on an Excel spreadsheet. Yes. So we came into town, or land in Chicago, drive to Milwaukee, and on our way to the hotel, we stopped at this place called Solly's Grill. And what Solly's Grill does is it serves butter burgers. This is Solly's Grill from Glendale, Wisconsin, right next to Milwaukee. And we serve the old-fashioned butter burger. And we both had a butter burger, and I, yeah, I was delicious, very good burger. You know, I, you offer me Solly's Grill and Whataburger. I mean, I'm still probably going to pick Whataburger more, but like, I definitely would throw in some Solly's in there. So I enjoyed it. Ryan Black thought it was the greatest food that's ever entered his mouth. Mm. He raved about it the entire trip, the entire flight home, <laughs> and then multiple times after the trip, continued to bring it up, and nobody else in the media went so it was just us so i was the only one he could relate to on the taste of the burger again i thought it was delicious we don't even obsess about whataburger as much as ryan black loves Solly's grilled butter burgers so it would be that if you don't know who ryan black is this is really missing on you but you should listen to the insiders podcast ryan is the sports editor of the manhattan mercury and he is a southern boy he went to georgia he's a great dude but man he's got that sexy southern accent and i can hear him saying well i thought the uh hardy farms boiled peanut ford chevrolet thing car went really fast today <laughs> Football, tailgating, and Hardy Farms boiled peanuts. A winning combination. You nearly named every manufacturer <laughs> <laughs> in <Chevy>. NASCAR. <laughs> it went round. That left turned better than any other car that we had out there today. And I'd like to thank Hardy Farms boiled peanuts for being my hood sponsor. That's a pretty good one, too. He's pretty obsessed with boiled peanuts. 
Pick like Bojangles or I, Bojangles yeah. was my number two. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I love Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like I was on a spaceship, and uh, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Uh, it'd be good just to hold them down by okay. your side. Yeah, great. Oh, thank God he doesn't listen to this. He should. That's his fault. Now Raleigh, now Raleigh. He does do that. That's how he says my name, Raleigh. <laughs> And I, I think I called him out on it once. And he was like, said it was his accent. And I was like, all right, whatever. If you don't follow him on Twitter, you should at least search him because he's now become famous for his unintentional memes, standing in the background of camera shots during interviews, and he makes some of the funniest faces and gestures. Just, it's just him. You just, just him. He's not doing it on purpose. It's just he's pure, solid gold. It's just trying. Got to love it. From I Like Pickles Cat, why doesn't lack of biting insects get any credit for fall being the best season? He makes a very good point. We turned our air conditioner off in the place recently because, you know, it was getting a little chillier at times. But then there's days, you know, like like today was pretty chilly outside. But if you're if you just got the sun beating in on the window, it'd be Tuesday, folks. Oh, yeah. The sun's beating in on the window. It's warming up the place, and it's you know seventy five, seventy six degrees inside. Zach, what if so? What if Friday's eighty degrees? That wouldn't make sense. So we open up the door. We have a little porch um, in our apartment. Oh yeah, it's lovely. You've never been there. I know. <laughs> so we open up the door and just leave it wide open. It's easier than opening the windows, and gets more air in. But it lets a lot of flies in. Mm. Actually, had a bee in there the other day. I was not mm. pleased with that one. Did it get in your bonnet? He left. No. Oh. But yes, that's that's a very underrated part of winter because, although you're not like you're going to be sitting outside around the fire in but December. I'm going to brag a little bit, if you don't mind lending me the microphone here, so I can, I can brag about my life. You see, folks, I like to find the upside in any situation, situation, and I would like to brag right now that due to my cancer treatments. For whatever freaking reason, mosquitoes will not bite me. It is the damnedest thing. They land on me, and they're like, ooh, ooh, and they fly off. They'll buzz me in the ears. They'll buzz, you know, how they annoy you, fly it around your face. I didn't have one single mosquito bite working in the yard all spring and summer. Bull crap. What? If you don't like mosquitoes... Get yourself some cancer. <laughs> cancer. Defeating mosquito bites since 2019. A better solution than off since 2019. You got to find the highlights. I don't have. <laughs> it's kind of funny. You can watch them. They land on me and they lift their little their little mosquito butt and go, no, I can't do this, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's I take a chemo pill every day Four chemo pills every day. Um, I mean, they're not toxic or anything, but it's a chemo treatment. And I think it's that. It's in my blood system all the time. I don't know. But there, get yourself some cancer. It's fun. Really? New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.
original docu-series on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. From KNED, between Peyton's places and detail, does Peyton Manning make ESPN Plus worth it? I don't know what detail is. I gotta look that up real quick. I think that was his show before Peyton's places. I didn't know he had a show. Oh, yeah, I think it's about uh, Ryan Black painting the cars before every NASCAR race. <laughs> he would be the one to analyze the detail. You know right? they don't actually paint them? They're all stickers, aren't they? It's a big vinyl wrap. Rap. Detail is where Kobe Bryant breaks down film. Oh. I remember hearing about that now. Yeah, sure. I mean, I haven't seen the Kobe thing, but I love Peyton's Places. I watch it every week. Um, even well, does, though... Does, even though, Does Peyton? I feel like he, he words this as if Peyton has his own detail. If Kobe has a detail, does Peyton have a detail? I don't know. Maybe he does. I'll look into it tonight. Also, I mean, Miles to Go has really started to suck since KU started to suck. But you do get to see some cool inside things like uh, the offensive. So they didn't. They literally did not show a single play of the Oklahoma game. That's that's chicken. <laughs> but in fairness, it was all about the offensive coordinator hiring and everything. Look, I, they have wussed out of some programs because it, it what wouldn't be flattering. You opened your door to this. It's. You should commit to doing a 30-minute, 40-minute, whatever the episode length is. Don't mail in a 15, 20-minute episode. That's that's crap. But that's so KU. I, I think KU, I think ESPN thought KU was going to be much better than this. No, if it's not good for KU, I can see I'll just cut this short. It's not, it doesn't look good for us. Open your doors. That's what. If you're going to do this, if you're going to go last chance you, then do it, man. This episode was everything that I want. Like, I need more game in there, yes. But it was everything I want in terms of I need to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, I I want to know what's going on in the program. I don't, I'm don't. i sure KU has some nice players and good people on their team, but I don't care about their life stories on a show that's about the rebuilding process of KU football. That said, all of that and – the games are, are definitely worth. I mean, the, the games will figure itself out. It's one bad experience. I think I think it'll be fine. I hope. From Queso Cat, not a cheese-related question oh, here. Man. Would you support a change that would have the start of college basketball season move to January, yes. so it does not overlap with football, and you get May Madness instead of March Madness? You know, this came up on Twitter, and it makes so much sense. But we've been fighting this for a while, though. But it makes so much sense, for even for fans. It makes so much sense. You turn football into the fall sport, basketball into the spring sport. We should not be having basketball media days ahead of the sixth game of the season, even with two bye weeks. We it, should not. Or a couple of years ago when it was in September. Yeah. And I, this is crazy. This, I mean... What's amazing about that is you could move the start of basketball season back a full two months and still have your national championship game before the NBA finals even start. I mean, it's why sports suck from April to August. It's why you love football so much when it comes back. You have nothing to watch. Even if your baseball team is really good, 
Like when the Royals won the World Series. That still was not a fun summer. Oh, it's Tuesday. Guess I'll watch the Royals. Oh. It's just not a game. you got to be a diehard to watch every game of any baseball team. It would work so amazing. It picks up right at the end of the national championship in football, and then you're 110% invested into, into basketball. You probably don't give a damn about spring football. I mean, it's it makes sense. But I know it's not going to change, so I'm not going to get my hopes up. There are things you can hope for in life. We're going to change it. By God, let's meet at the courthouse on Saturday at 1.15, and let's have a parade to change this. Believe it or not, rallies do not do a damn thing. Pure fiction. Wrong. We'll have signs. (laughs) And the truth shall set you free. It's fair. Does anyone else have anything to do about 1.15 on Saturday? Mm, no. There's Fitz with his sign. <laughs> You're gonna College kneel. basketball is unfair. Mark Emmer is in there. <laughs> You're going to kneel for the national anthem? I would kneel, but I wouldn't be able to get back up. So that makes a <laughs> statement that was totally unintended. Mr. Fitzgerald, why have you been kneeling for three hours? What are you trying to say? I can't get up, man. Help me. Next question. From Adam K sixty three, can we all agree that the Dallas Cowboys haven't been America's team for the last forty years? Does anybody want to make a comment before I go on a short rant? I, I'm oh, actually, I don't. I'm going to actually disagree with Adam K sixty three. Twenty four seven recently moved their pro sites over to CBS, but we knew what the traffic was for the Dallas Cowboys Facebook page run by 24-7. It so dwarfed everything else in the NFL, let alone college football, which almost any team at the pro level would dwarf college teams. I never believed college football was that much of a second act to pro football, NFL football. The Cowboys Facebook page, I don't know the numbers, it is ridiculous. There are so many T-shirt Pretend fans like Riley Gates. It adds up all across the country. Now do you, Riley? Wait, wait, wait. I have something to say. Uh, you can't see this on the podcast, but I'm giving Fitz a signal. I hope, hope <laughs> He's that, number one. <laughs> that bird doesn't poop on me. I don't know about them being America's team, but since they moved AT&T Stadium, there isn't the hole there for God to watch. So they they're not God's team anymore. They have an opening. Just but the they, scoreboard they, leave it, <laughs> they leave it closed. Scoreboard's in the way. He, God comes through the back of the end zones. That's him. When the opposing team has sunlight in their faces as they're making a game-winning drive, that's God. But he can't see. Yeah, he can look through the windows. God is a peeping Tom. <laughs> Say what? That's our take. That's it help. for the I'm podcast. Going for, I'm going to hell for saying that. All right, here's the thing. And Adam, you won't even have a hamburger during Lent, will you? And, and I'm, you not, <laughs> I'm not just saying this because I know, Adam, I'd roast any of you guys uh, for this take. You're a Packer fan, so I get why you think for some reason just because you had a nice little run there with Jordy Nelson. Hold and on, he's a Packer fan? Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Makes fun of me for being a Cowboy fan, but yeah. here's the thing. The Cowboys were not America's team because they dominated the NFL or anything like that. If that were the case, the Patriots would be America's team right now. You can't deny, like, 
What would make the Dallas the Cowboys Patriots America's team? The Dallas Cowboys to every single one of you that hates the Dallas Cowboys, they are the Kansas Jayhawks to you. You hate them so much that you will follow them, you will watch their games, you will cheer like hell against them, and you will cheer louder when they lose than when your own team wins. Rock star Jerry Jones go Dallas. Deny it all you want. The Dallas Cowboys have been, are now, and always will be America's team because there's nothing that could happen in the NFL short of them becoming a... Are you done? Unless the Dallas Cowboys disband, eliminate the franchise. Like the Beatles? Yeah, sure. Okay. Nothing's going to happen. The Kansas City Chiefs could win 10 straight Super Bowls and would not be America's team. They will. They won't because they don't have an offensive line or a defense. Oh, Anyways. Caught up in details. The Dallas Cowboys have the national appeal. Whether you like them or you hate them, you watch them. Any publicity is good publicity. They are America's team and always will be. Yeah, and Jason Garrett's going to be the coach for the next 40 years. I can't wait till Lincoln Riley takes us to a Super Bowl next year. For the love of everything sacred and holy, would you please shut your yappa? There. Riley's got it off his chest. So, yeah, enjoy Matt LaFleur, Adam. I hope that goes fun for you. Yeah, you won the NFC North. The yeah. Packers get a he's new the only. He's the only. <laughs> he does sound like. <laughs> Who's in the goal today? Matt LaFleur. <laughs> This isn't there. There is a goalie with the last name Lafleur. Lafleur. Yeah. Next questions. This is a podcast debut from Island Farmer. Let's have a little debut music right here. Run the tune, man. Welcome to Jamaica, man. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. Okay, there we go. And he has a farming question. Oh, boy. I don't know. Part of me, when I first read this question, it made me think that he's never farmed before, and he wants to know if we could help him because he needs help. But I think he just genuinely needs help, and he's done this before. But he asks, do any of you guys know how to drive a combine? He could use some help with harvest. We now go to farm correspondent me. Here to tell you that I do, in fact, know how to drive a combine. I, when I was going into my freshman year of high school, I worked on a farm. It was my first legit job, uh, short of mowing lawns. Did you have a farm permit? Uh, I had to get one, yeah. Loser. Is <laughs> <laughs> that or don't have the job? So definitive. Does you have a farm permit? Yeah. Losers. God, how dare you get what was legally required of you to do your job? How dare you? Why don't you walk to work like the rest of us? Or drive to work with your parent like the rest of us? Uh, are you are you a certified drone pilot in order to fly that drone? Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> well, I'm not certified, so eh. No, I, I worked on a farm, and... I drove a John Deere 9650 combine with a MacDon header on it. She thinks my tractor's sexy. It really turns her on. And I can't, I did it for seven days. What did MacDon do to that combine? What the hell is going on on the farm? The hell? Man. Oh, no. 
Well, I'm proud of you, Ryan. There's a lot of things I can't help you with. Did, uh, were you able to see over the steering wheel when yeah. you were a freshman? Yeah. Do they once. have steering wheels in combines or are they zero turn? Do they have handles? That's a good question. They have steering wheels. They have steering wheel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they don't? Mm. No. I bet you something. I mean, now, now it doesn't matter what they have because they all drive themselves. That's amazing. GPS? Yeah. Well, there was a video I saw in my suggested, for whatever reason, on YouTube, and it was like, just got a new combine, and this thing looked pretty sweet. So I clicked on it, and he showed his new combine. Like I I think it did. I don't think it had a – well, I don't remember really, but I don't think it had a steering wheel. He got in it, and he, like, turned on the computers or whatever, and it's like, I think it just goes. Let's be honest here. If Nissan ever makes a combine, Zach will buy it. Yeah. If it's no. called an Ultima, maybe. <laughs> I had a bunch of friends in high school that worked on farms, and, like, they would complain that their their tractors were auto-steered. They're like, I don't know what he's going to do. And I'm like, you literally get paid to sit in an air-conditioned cab and li- just sit there and make sure nothing bad happens. The machine does the work for you. That's kind of the way I am around the office. Honestly, I don't mean, like, it, it takes a little bit of learning, but driving a combine is not, it's not terribly difficult. You're going so slow. It's pretty easy to steer. Controls are very basic. Once you go a few laps, you got it. Well, Island Farmer, thanks for the question. Hope the mango crop's good this year. Do you make an outside lap? Now, like, how do you go about this? Do you like, do, an do, you do it like, a, like when you're mowing your lawn? Like, uh, or do you just you mean like a continuous loop or like? Yeah, like a first well, loop around so you square in everything so you got your edges. Yeah, straight. cut it out. And then you go up and down. But you don't necessarily, like, well, we, or at least the, the farmer I work for, he kind of, like, left his edges. He didn't necessarily make a full cutout along mm-hmm. the edge. And then at the end, he would go back and swipe all the edges at once. I got it. I got it. But, yeah, you go down and then come around like that and then go back down. What if you did a circle? Just a big old Just continuously circle. go in a circle? I bet you somebody does that. I don't know. We Will we first be tipped off that Skynet has taken control of everything when our crops are harvested very efficiently? Yeah. And then we'll know that the robots are about to take over? Probably. There we go. Great. I'll help you out, but I won't work for you because I hated everything else about the farm. Hello. I'm lazy as uh, another question from Queso Cat, not cheese-related. Damn it. Oh, what the hell? Now that they are going to sell beer and wine at Bramlage, someone is trying to sell Octagon of Booze t-shirts. <laughs> Hang on. Do you consider beer and wine to be booze? And when he hears booze, I actually, or he usually thinks hard liquor, um, and he also thinks it would have been more accurate, and I agree with him, to call it the Octagon of Brews. That would be hilarious. However, Octagon of Brews eliminates the wine. But, Octagon of Brews sounds better. But, you can brew. You can brew. Octagon of Brews. I agree. Octagon of Brews is not accurate because that's hard liquor to me. Yeah, but it's, I think it's that so sounds funny. better. It's Although funny. it sounds bad because it sounds alcoholic. Let me go get my booze. Yeah, Octagon of Brews. It's a little more gentle. Friendly. I like it. Well, I'm surprised the question wasn't about if they're going to have wine, should they have cheese and crackers? Sure, we can talk on, about that. On, we can we can talk about cheese and crackers. I can we talk about a lovely plate, maybe some salami cheese and crackers to go with your boxed wine you will have at the game. A charcuterie? Or a shark, oh, I like that word a lot. I, I, it intimidates me. Charcuterie? Your wine will cost you $12 and the crackers and cheese will cost you 15 and <laughs> 
I don't know what the line's going to cost. Thanks for sponsoring the rowing team. What's the matter with you? Can we talk about how the in <laughs> what why'd you what someone's got to pay the bills can we talk about how the end times for selling alcohol is really weird the 15 minute mark of the oh. second half and the five minute mark of the third quarter for women's games yeah seems very early number one if you want one if you want a beer for the second half you gotta go at halftime when the what? lines are stupid long what is it in baseball? The end of the sixth or the seventh? End of the eighth? No. no. At Royals games? No, it's early in that. End of the seventh? Out yeah. bottom of the seventh. Well, it's not the seventh because I, I definitely have left during the seventh inning stretch to get a beer and I'm push the time. I'm line. certain it's the eighth. Yeah. It's not the end of the eighth. There's no way. Like the start of the eighth, you get it. Maybe start that. it. Maybe maybe start of the eighth. Look, I I get what they're doing. They want to cover their ass from potential. Liability that you drank at their because nobody's responsible for their own actions. You're not forced to drink anything anywhere. If you choose to do it, you are responsible for your actions. I say serve it through the end and put a big sticker on everything. Say, hey, dumbass, you're responsible from this point on. I don't well, care. I don't say it to serve it to the end, but like women's basketball, it's in quarters. It's yeah, very third easy. Quarter. End of the third quarter. Boom. There you go. Start of the fourth quarter. Not, yeah, no more. Can, people can not get enough one. time to sober up. That's what they're after. If you could, if you, if five extra minutes gets you to sober up. But didn't Gene talk about talk about looking at other venues and leagues yeah. to base this off of? Like soccer, it's the seventy fifth minute. Start of the seventy fifth minute. That's fifteen minutes of actual real calculated time on a on a watch. I understand they, they want to watch their liability, but I would like to say that as someone who's been through this at Royals games, if I've been drinking beer for seven innings, I don't want to sober up. I have a driver. Let me do what I do, and I do it so well. Keep serving me, buddy. You're also not going to sober up in five minutes. Well, that's true. I don't know. It, I get what they're doing, but it's too early. It's weird. Should be the under twelve and the end of the third quarter. And if you're going to women's basketball to get tanked, come on, man! Really? What do we think they're going to serve? Oh, it'll be Bud all, Light, like Bud Light, Coors Light. Will they sell Coors Light though? They'll probably be. Do, what do they serve? Well, do, I guess I don't know what they serve. I don't think they serve. Oh, I think Bud Light's the official. Like Bud Light, beer Miller Light. Of, well. Miller Light still. Coors Miller Light. Coors. It's oh, yeah, that's beer. right. Duh. I don't know. I don't care because I don't get any. I pledge to you, my listeners, that I will take a game and not operate as a reporter and go to the game simply to drink beer so I can better educate myself on this experience. I was about to ask, can I write an article about it and drink at the game? I feel like that's something we could have Ross do. Nope. No. That's my job. I I am the senior most writer on this staff that still drinks and writes non-opinionated whoa, whoa. articles. Whoa, 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 whoa. I still drink, just not very well anymore. I said and does writes. not write opinionated articles. I'm not writing many articles at all. <laughs> just giving you the benefit of the doubt. I do write my keys and my grades. Yours is a column. Mine is a matter of fact. It's the game day experience. From I Like Pickles Cat, do you have a scary story to tell? Oh, 
don't know. I was hoping somebody had a scary story to tell. <laughs> I like how he has a. Do you have a scary story to tell? As if like he's st- like, like we talked about it before, and he <laughs> <laughs> like it's Jimmy Fallon, and he knows everything for the I mean, interview. Any time at the old office, you had a encounter with Yo the Ghost. It was unnerving. That was oh, a real what... thing, and I didn't buy you. I did not believe you guys for a year and a half until that happened. And it did. It's just unnerving. He was standing there. I swear to God. That's my story. God? I was <laughs> I was working late at night. It was when the video computer, for whatever reason we were sharing, because Fitz had done the podcast. He had a computer in his office. So I was in there working. And the computer's kind of facing like the windows in his old office and the door. I'm just sitting there. And it's like... I don't know, 9.30, 10. And out of the corner of my eye, standing in the doorway, Yo is there. He is there. It is most definitely a person. I look up, gone. Like, I look, take a closer look, gone. Out of the corner of my eye, he was there. And I text Fitz, I'm like, yo. <laughs> yo. Yo. <I> just, <laughs> That's how he got named. Just saw Yo. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit spooked right now. He's like, I totally understand. You can finish in the morning. So I went home. He's real. It, he got his name because we used to come in the office and say Yo to let Jason, our front office guy, know it was not a customer in us. And one day someone said Yo to him and patted him on the back. And he got up from his desk a little bit later to go check and he realized he is still in the office alone and thus yo became yo and i could recount the number of times that i had mild encounters with yo but the only time i got up and left was about three in the morning i'm working on the podcast or something and probably a magazine and clear as day I'm in the office alone. It's the middle of the night. I'm nowhere near the front windows. I'm nowhere near anyone outside of my office. Standing behind me, someone clears their throat. <clears throat> I got up and left. <laughs> that was the only time I got unnerved by Yo. Yo was like a friendly ghost. He just wanted to hang out with you. I would appreciate it if he didn't try to scare our asses so much. But he he didn't mean to. He just did it. Well, he did. It's like me. I don't mean to charm everyone, but it's just me. Wasn't there... I'm just happy he didn't follow our asses down here. Wasn't there a story about a window shattering? Yeah, yeah. that's what I heard. So Rob Cassidy was another non-believer. Uh, and then one day he was ranting about Yo. And in our original office design, the front office where Becky worked, we had little sliding glass windows, so so we took out, there was a brick wall there, and we took out some space and put in some sliding glass windows, so she was working, someone came in, she could peek out there. And the windows eventually were not used, they were just closed all the time, Um, and Rob was doubting Yo's existence, and out of nowhere, one of the windows shattered. It's an interior window, and nobody was in that part of the building. And it was in the middle of a yo rant, and a window shatters. Rob became a believer, and yo also stole his shoes one night. <laughs> so funny. Guys, I don't, like, I'm not a guy that believes in all that stuff. Like, I don't mess with things like that, and honestly, I don't let it, let it bother me. But it is a real thing. Real now, real. whether you believe or not uh, in these type of things, there's probably some place you've encountered that just gives you an uneasy feeling. Just like it's not right. Maybe it's a great walking through a graveyard or something where you just kind of, 
you know, your hair stands up and you just kind of get this unsettled feeling. That was the projection booth at our old offices. It was the old varsity theater down, not the theater where Rally House is, but there was a second one down the street. That's where our office was. And when you went up into the projection booth, which was a concrete floor, it was like a second floor bunker because it had a two-ton projector in the old school days up there. You got a really bad feeling up there. Like originally we were going to use it as a podcast booth. And I can't remember who voted. We were, when we were doing some redesign in the office, why don't we just move the podcast booth there? It would have been a great podcast booth. It was soundproof because it was concrete. Put up a little soundproofing and you got, and we finally decided, hell no. You just didn't feel comfortable up there. You felt like you were always not alone. I thought it was because it was hot up there. Not because of any ghosts. But if Joe showed up, it'd cool down. I don't know. And it probably was hot, too, because there's no air moving. I always thought that room up top was cool. I didn't feel scared in that one. I felt more scared sitting in your office. Hmm. That probably needs some analyzing. <laughs> Last question of the podcast from Chris66204. If you were a victim in a horror film, which chain would you want to be in? And he lists like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Saw, etc. And how would you die? This is the easiest question. Oh, else he has a comment. I listen every week and I'm confident none of you would survive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's be honest. In the zombie apocalypse, you want me in your pack of survivors because you can offer me up as bait and just shove me out there for the feeding while you run away. Well, none of us are going to eat you because of all your cancer meds. Well, that'd be so funny. Oh, oh. that'd be zombie proof, too. None of us are lead actors, so yes, you're right. We would not make it to the end. But this is the easiest question because it needs to be scream because those are the quickest deaths. I am not you couldn't pay me to even act in a saw movie. I'm that way with Nightmare on Elm Street. That was that was my generation. Those two movies, Nightmare on Elm Street and the Saw franchise, the like just the weirdest deaths. It gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Uh, what were the other ones you listed? Uh, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Saw, etc. Okay, mm, that's Halloween. Yes, it's pretty basic deaths, but there are some ones like. In the original one where the dude gets hung up on the wall, getting choked while he's getting uh, pushed up against the wall, and then he's stabbed through his body, and he's hanging. I think the knife goes through his neck, and he's hanging by his neck. Not a fun death. Ghostface in the Scream movies just, he stabs you, he slits your throat, whatever, boom, it's done. He His victims are dead in less than five seconds. Quick death, easy. They're wearing a mask, so you don't have to stare killer in the face. It's nothing gross. Just let's be honest here, folks. Let's be honest. If the news team here was an anchor man, we wouldn't fare well there either. I'm the guy that gets both of his arms cut. That's it for the podcast. That's the overtime. Hope you enjoyed it. We didn't taste anything. We didn't sample anything. We didn't drink anything. And we get scared like any of you do because we're normal people. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. 
From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!